How big of an impact did Galactic Star Cruiser have? Let's discuss. Welcome to Princess and Scoundrel, where we take you along our scrappily ever after, from fantasy land to tattooing and everything in between. I'm Sarah. And I'm Steven. The day's finally happened. Star Cruiser. Oh my God, am I going to start crying right <laughs> off the bat? No, I'm absolutely not. <laughs> Star Cruiser is officially closed. Yeah. Um, and I know I'm still struggling to put into words what that means to me. Um, and so <laughs> we've enlisted help. Yeah, a lot of help. <laughs> a lot, a lot, a lot of help. And we'll get into exactly how much help we've enlisted. But what we wanted to talk about was what impacts has Galactic Star Cruiser had on people? And it's impacted a lot of people in a lot of different ways. And so we thought one of the ways to do that was to bring on a some guests that have had a big impact on this community and are actively trying to keep it going after Star Cruiser is closed. So we have two hosts from Heroes of the Halcyon, Martin and Christine with us. Hello, welcome. Hello. To Bowie Tang. <laughs> <laughs> welcome, welcome, you guys. So we know Drew's missing. He couldn't he couldn't make the recording time. So Drew, you are missed. Um but yes, we invited you guys on because you you hosted the muster meetup right after like it was officially the last day of star cruiser well i think the thing was is like from the beginning of star cruiser we started finding our pockets of friends that were very positive aspects of this community and we found martin and christine through that yep and like because again before star cruiser we had no you know Forgive me, but we didn't know who you were. <laughs> but we we became family after that. Yeah, quickly too. And and I think that's the thing is like, and we had a positive outlook on what Star Cruiser was, mm -hmm. and continued to you know reinforce that. So I think that's why it was just like a great you know time to like hey need to have Martin Christine. We need to have Drew on. We need to have everybody on. We need our family around us at yes, this time. Yes, right now, like just in case, we, we got to have like family here. Yes. I do have my emotional support toilet paper just off camera too, in case, <laughs> in case this is what crushes me. Cause I haven't cried since leaving the ship. I cried one time at the muster meetup, of course, in public. Mm -hmm. Um, but I haven't cried since. And it, I'm afraid this might be the time. I'm a little, I'm a little jealous. <laughs> I'm a little I can be very droid like when I need to be <laughs> so so what we did is we put a call out there to the Star Cruiser community specifically in one of our Facebook groups um, which we have sadly had to rename the Halcyon Legacy which is an archive of all things Galactic Star Cruiser now um, but we put the call out there and said what impacts has, has the Halcyon had on you was it you know and we, we put some questions out there, like maybe you've started making things that you hadn't made before. Maybe you made new friends, all kinds of things. And, and we ended up seeing a pattern, but there was, here's the other thing. I asked people two to three sentences, just wrap it up in a nice little bow for me. So I can, I can like gather these really easily. You can't put that into <laughs> two or three sentences. I don't know what I was thinking when I asked that. We got like paragraphs and paragraphs. So, which was what? Star Cruiser, you can't just describe it as 
a Star Wars hotel. It was so much more than that. And, you know, again, people couldn't just give you a two sentence like this is what it did. It's like, no, it did all of this. That's how big the impact was. You cannot summarize it into two to three sentences. Fair enough. It was rude of me to ask that in the first place. (laughs) Um, So, but we did, we ended up getting over a hundred responses and I'm just, I was reading them to prepare for this. And I spent hours reading all of them and, and organizing all of it. And I'm just like, it's absolutely amazing. We know here at Princess and Scoundrel, Heroes of the Halcyon, like I'm sure it has had a profound impact on your lives, but to see that it had so much impact on everybody that experienced it, amazing. Like, ugh. So what we've done is I tried to bucket the responses into four different ones. And so we'll talk about the play aspect and impact that it had, creating confidence building and then lastly the community because i think that's that's kind of the the key here is the community that it's built so should we dig in yeah okay i'm gonna start reading some quotes from people from the facebook groups and then we can just go around and talk about it so starting out troy l says the greatest impact star cruiser had on me was making me feel seen as a lifelong star wars and role-playing game fan it felt like disney built something for me I'll never forget being able to literally live a dream of mine. It sums it up. It sums it up so well. And how many times have you heard something similar to that? I mean, that's, that's just it is that so many people had this desire to be able to express their passion for star Wars in some fashion. and, And there just wasn't necessarily that perfect outlet. There's a lot of stuff. I mean, you can LARP, you can, you know, join different groups. You can do, I mean, there's lots of things you can do, but to have it actually just be like, no, the, this playground, you will, you will never be able to experience unless you're here. That's it. Amazing. Just amazing. You know, at, at uh, to compliment Disney and, and the, the Imagineers is like, that is what a lot of what they do is, is to bring that childlike nature to to adults that have forgotten and being able to go to do that because again, all, a lot of us that are in this realm, we grew up watching star Wars and we've always had that dream of like holding a lightsaber and being the hero and just these different moments. Like as a child growing up, you, you always dreamt of it, but being able to do it in real life, again, there's, there's just no describing it. And I think that's, that's the part of it that it, regardless of, you know, you, you forget how much it costs when, again, when you're, you're throwing the ship in the hyperdrive, you know, you're, you forget, forget anything else, like the worries of the, you know, work when you're, you know, sitting in the sublight with stormtroopers coming in and, you know, questioning people like the, those real world things, get forgotten just for a brief just for a little time. bit and you get to enjoy yourself for a little bit so listen to this one andrew Vogel, it touches on that exactly andrew vogel says my wife who's dealing with a significant medical issue loved going to the star cruiser because they're there good and evil were out right in the open and could be fought and defeated she said that when she's on board she doesn't feel like she's sick Ooh, it's gonna get me <laughs> This is the greatest accomplishment of the project to make us forget our earthbound woes and allow us to unabashedly live in the experience. 
and then C rat rat. I'm, I'm so sorry. I'm going to butcher everybody's name. I apologize <laughs> in advance. 50 year old me was able to remember what it was like to be 12 year old me all while experiencing it with my own 12 year old son. The circle was complete. I used to be the learner and now I had become the master. Wow. Wow. Right. I know. I'm, I cannot believe I was not an absolute <laughs> puddle on the floor reading these things. <laughs> They've been misty all day, but the, the tears haven't fallen yet. Yeah. You truly could just go play. And that was what was wonderful about it. One of the last ones, Rachel Ashbrooks, and she says, humorous answer. I learned leatherworking. Heartfelt answer. I found my people. Final answer. I found myself again and remembered how to play. And I think I found myself again, I think is such a powerful statement because to me, that means like, you know, when you're growing up and you're a kid, you get to be your true self and you don't have the pressures of the world to like mold what you think you should be to be accepted by the world. And so to go into Star Cruiser. Well, you don't have the world telling you no. And I, yeah. I think that's when you grow, when you're growing up, you're, you're told no. And, and that's, that's what becomes the, your you know, what you restrict yourself to. And it's hard to get outside of those bounds of, I can do this, I can do that. And, you know, to learn how to do that again could be very difficult. But Star Cruiser made it easy. That was, that was the beauty of it. They made it so easy to just show up and play and forget. And cheer for other people while they did it. Yes, um, that too. Yeah. yeah, you didn't have to be... You didn't have to be the main character. You could just be sitting there with your drink. And that was like, you know, on our, our last voyage, you know, our last, last voyages, I, I don't feel I got into necessarily a lot of story points. Uh, I felt like I was, you know, during that time, just kind of saying my goodbyes. And especially again, this last voyage, I was just telling cast, Thank you. Uh, and yeah. like every one of them, I, I, I just, I would stop and just tell them thank you. And it was, it was kind of funny because throughout my voyages, I'd never really sided with Lieutenant Croy. At one point during the, you know, the trip, he's running around kind of ordering people around and it was pretty quiet in the atrium. And I, you know, I kind of, Hey, Lieutenant Croy, I have something to say. He's like, yes, yes. You know, he, he's going on. And I was like, I know throughout my voyages, I have not been able to talk with you because you're, you know, keeping us safe, you know, whatnot. Um, but I want to say thank you. And like, you know, I, I, I had a moment of saying thank you with him. And he was moving, but then he stops. And he looks at me and he says, thank you. And it was just a moment of just appreciation uh, and I think for him, it was thinking us loving that, loving that ship, loving those performances. Mm -hmm. For me, it was for them creating this environment, creating this story, creating this, you know, this story for us to love. And, but that's all I said was thank you. And all he said was thank you. But there was just so much more in that thank you that didn't need to be said, but it was there. Yeah. So 
That's it, beautiful. Yeah. I wish I could be as succinct with my uh, words and messages <laughs> as you are. I'm just like blubbering over everybody and you're just over here with like a little little nod of your head getting it done. Yes. It for me also it it was a, a place that, you know, I I was able to play and yeah. and you know, let loose and, yeah. and forget about the outside world type of thing. So yeah, that's true. So I know you guys have been fans of Star Wars longer than longer than me for sure, because I'm a fairly new <laughs> Star Wars fan. So what was it like to play in Star Cruiser for you? Uh, again, I mean, I, I'm old enough to have been there when, when Star Wars started. And, and what's the thing that I take away from, from Star Cruiser, it fundamentally has changed my relationship with Star Wars. Fundamentally. I mean, Star Wars has always been an absolute core building block of, of who I am since I was, what, five and a half core. And this has fundamentally deepened my relationship with Star Wars, how I feel about it, how I want to, you know, talk about it with other people. Um, and, and for a theme park experience, that's pretty amazing um, that they're able to just deepen something that you've had for you know, 50 years. Um, but to play in it, I mean, to be able to look into the performer's eyes when they're, when they're talking about, you know, what they need, what's, what's happening, the ship's in danger. Um, Watching the movies is fantastic. We love watching these films, but to be able to stand there with, you know, Lenka, the captain, you know, Sammy, as, as they're relaying this and, and to make that connection with the performer, that there, a film can never match that ever. Yeah. No, that's a good point. I mean, you're, you're living in it. Like it's not, 2d anymore it's a 3d story yeah. happening around you and it's oh boy okay yeah. <laughs> let's move on before yeah. i do start crying <laughs> oh my i got a little misty there uh okay so let's talk about creating so i have a couple of quotes a ton a ton of people either started new businesses or they started learning how to costume from doing this they learned how to 3d print or how to sew or how to leather work or any of these things that you could use for star cruiser or could help other people for star cruiser tons of that but there were a couple that really stood out to me um for the costuming christina fields zina says the biggest impact for me was learning that I enjoyed cosplay. Although I'd been to conventions like Dragon Con, I never dressed up and I never immersed myself. But on the Halcyon, I was captivated and taken to a new world, not just by the cast and crew, but the passengers as well. It was inspiring and magical not to just be an audience member, but a part of the story, which is exactly what you're saying. You're not an audience member anymore. Um, and I, I feel that sentiment is shared by so many because uh, you guys are like the king and queen of going to cons. You've been to, to Comic-Con how many times? 19. <laughs> and we but gone, of those 19, how many of them did you cosplay? The last one. Since we Star never Cruiser. cosplayed. Yep, I mean, absolutely. I, I, I cosplayed one time in my life before Star Cruiser, and that was for the opening of the Indiana Jones Adventure back in, what, 95? <laughs> And that was the only time in my entire life. But and um, I, I think the thing is, is it was and I, for, I, I don't want to put words in your mouth. But for me, I think the aspect of it was feeling comfortable enough. Um, I, you know, I've always loved like seeing, you know, at the cons, like seeing these beautiful costumes. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, like how much detail they put into it, how much work they like you would you want that. But 
there's just like this. You're like, I could never. I, I, I couldn't do it. I couldn't yeah. walk in public. And I remember the first time going on the ship, how like self-conscious and how like out of my element I felt being dressed up, going to, and I wasn't even dressed up to the what I was, you know, this last one, <laughs> but just how like anxious I felt, you know, going into the lobby, waiting for our taxi because- Oh, like bef- like at our hotel yeah, before the first, Star Yeah, the first time because, it, you know, nobody mm-hmm. had done it. And so it was just like, there was so much anxiety just like to get myself to that point. And, you know, again, up to this last one, I was just wearing full armor and I'm like, I'm just trying to stay cool. Like, I, you know, <laughs> it, I, I didn't care like who was looking at me, who was taking pictures. I was just like, I just want to stay cool because this armor's hot. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, but it's done that for so many people. Like, I I made Betty Bantha co- because of Star Cruiser because I was like, oh, cosplaying's fun. I could dress up for a, a con. But for me, it's like I don't necessarily want to dress up as – and maybe this is how Star Cruiser spoiled me specifically. I don't want to dress up as another character. I want to dress up as my own character because I was my own character on mm-hmm. Star Cruiser, and that was really cool. Right. And so now I have all these weird – Betty Bantha, Mom Mashma, Corellian Spice Girl, like all these different things that I've created or characters I've created. But I think it's because Star Cruiser let me be me on the ship. I wasn't slotted in as, you know, like when you play a, a board game or something and you pick a character card, I didn't have to play that character. I got to play as me. It was really yeah. cool. It was really, really cool. And And that's what I think would be really hard is that, is that I know for... Speaking just for me, for somebody who has never cosplayed before, my thought has always been, well, I don't I can't dress up as Wonder Woman because I don't look like Wonder Woman. I can't dress up as, you know, this character, that character, because I don't look like those people. Well, Malie Fassant is me. So nobody else knows how she looks or dresses or anything else. And and it's just one more aspect of what we're doing that allows you that freedom and that comfort to be like you know, you don't have that extra barrier of thinking, ooh, somebody's going to look at me and look at my costume and be like, nah, you're not cutting it. I don't buy that. If if it's you or a character that you've created, there's no judgment in that. There's There's no way for somebody to tell you you're wrong. And that's what is the biggest aspect, at least to me, of what prevents people in general from, from taking that next step is, is the judgment piece of it. And, and star cruiser allowed all of us to, to play and to costume and all that without the extra judgment or concern that there would be judgment. Yeah. That's beautiful. I think you nailed it. That's absolutely beautiful. Oh yeah. No, I, I mean, I, they, that's, that's like, you know, well said. Cause I, again, I think that's what it was. It's like, we weren't, we didn't have to be a, a particular character. Yeah. Uh, you know, we were, we were our characters and because we were our own characters, we were able to be, you know, confident behind it. You could put yourself into that. Yeah. You, any of the characters that we played on the ship were just us amplified. Mm-hmm. And I think that just gave them more, or we were, we're able to be the, confidence the, the, in a bit. The, yeah. But it was just us. <laughs> but more. And now we've become that, but more. But one thing I do want to call out before we move on to confidence, because I feel like this is, this one's 
not something you would think would happen because of Star Cruiser, but just it's so beautiful. So Liz Sipe says, it gave me the confidence to share TikToks of my service dog slash Lothwolf Navi on our voyages. By making those videos, I was able to help other service dog handlers and educate the public on service dogs. Wow. wow. Like the fact that a Star Wars hotel is helping to educate the public on accessibility is wonderful. Like incredible. And I'm, I'm sure there were more like that. I didn't see specifically anything like that, anything else to call out like that, but I'm sure there are other impacts like that. That just, we're not aware of, but we're happening yeah. because of star cruiser. But I'm let's segue in just like Liz it gave her the confidence to share those TikToks, And I think it gave people a lot of confidence to start sharing on social media is just the confidence that it gave people in general. So that's our third topic is confidence. And I'll kick us off with the first one, Mel Fournier. Oh, I'm so sorry, Mel. <laughs> I hope I said your last name right. To me, the Galactic Star Cruiser showed me that imagination and creativity can truly open your world, that everyone has a story to tell and that all of our stories are special and unique. And if given the chance can intertwine and develop to something even more special friendships, new people to call family which is a hundred percent true because that's why we are sitting here talking to you guys today. Like we (laughs) had it not been for the star cruiser experience, we wouldn't have any of the friends that we have right now that we talk to on a daily basis. They're all because of star cruiser and there were none of us live in the same town or even the same state. I I, I think this came and, and we've, you know, shouted it from the rooftops every single time is the, that the small thread that connected us all and all these different worlds that we, we all lived in was star Wars and with star cruiser, it was able to concentrate those star Wars fans that were again, wanted this positive experience. We wanted to experience, you know, we wanted to play again. It brought all of us, together and we we didn't talk about we didn't talk about the real world we talked about our experiences on that ship and that's how we became you know friends and you know as far as the confidence like again that's where I felt it was a safe space you know and I'm speaking again from uh, from my from my experiences it's a safe place that I felt that I was able to open up and either it be a mask, like literal mask or a figurative mask of being these characters, I was able to let go and be more comfortable in my own skin. And I think that's may, that may have been the same sentiment other people, I feel other people felt is they were able to feel comfortable when they're in their own skin because it, it was a, felt like a safe place for them. Absolutely. I mean, I've, I felt like I figured out who I was the first time I stepped foot on that ship. You know, I had started the whole journey of being a travel agent and I started talking about Star Cruiser. We started this podcast, but we, I, in my mind, I still felt like we were kind of just like, we're just going to fake it till we make it until we feel like we're confident enough and we, we are enough and we, we, you know, deserve to do these things. And then being on that ship and taking part in that story and getting to 
you know, help the resistance and, but even just getting to meet other people from other walks of life and, and hearing their perspectives, it gave me the confidence to say, oh, well, you know, let me, let me figure out who I am and what it is that I want. And it, it's changed me. And like, I know who I am now. If you told me before Star Cruiser opened, like, hey, define who you are. I, I couldn't. I'd be like, I don't know. I'm just some mom from the suburbs, whatever. But now it's like, no, I I love Star Wars. We love talking about the Disney parks and visiting the Disney parks and seeing our friends and throwing very strange emo <laughs> punk parties. <laughs> that have People come dress in cosplay. Um, and marketing and communication, like I, I can rattle off, I can talk about myself now easily, whereas I couldn't really define myself before. And it's because of this experience. How about you guys? How, what have, what changes have you seen in yourself from Star Cruiser? I'll go, I'll go first on this one. I mean, I, I created the, this character, George Sekul, and w without even realizing it, I created the person that I wanted to be and it's the person I allowed myself to become. This is what I look like now. I've become the person I wanted to be because of star cruiser. Martin, you're going to get me now. <laughs> <laughs> That's so beautiful. Sorry, Christine. I changed my business card to my real job. To look like <laughs> Do you want some toilet paper? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh and the, the star cruiser fan too <laughs> those were wonderful by the way on the last voyage Ugh. passing out the, the fans yeah, yeah. <laughs> and much needed oh my gosh yes uh, i've never seen christine as happy as the moment she realized what star cruiser was I was there. I saw it. I saw it happen before my eyes. She was worried. She didn't know what she was getting into, but she jumped for it. And I saw the moment when she was talking with Sandro where she got it. She was like, I can be in this and own it and just be amazing. And I mean, the, the very first voyage, we didn't know that the Saja were supposed to do the muster station. There was no Saja around. Christine, I mean, Mali, just grabbed that muster marker and did it when the captain called and owned it and rocked it. And I, she never, Christine would have never done that an hour before then. Never in a million years would Christine have done that. And she has just supernovaed in so many different directions because of this fake space voyage. It's become real for, for so many people. No, that's, that's beautiful. I mean, and I think that's like, I love that. I love that it was, this was who you were. It was just, there was that, that step that we needed to take that yeah. we needed. And I think, if this is what it was, this is what it was. But I feel again, like just from your stories that there's just like, there's that confidence there. There's like, if I've taken on other stuff, not being my full self, imagine what I could do at my full potential. Like 
me being myself, yeah. like, what can I do? And I think there's just that I could take it and I could do it. Like if I was able to do it covered up, imagine me now, you know, at full strength. And it's, it's the lack of judgment and the immediate response of support. And you don't get that in your day-to-day life. But when you're on Star Cruiser, like we had, you know, touched on before, if somebody else wins, like you grab the high Hyananea stone, or you were able to move the rocks with the Saja, or you were able to, you know, any of those kind of things, or somebody said, hey, I made this costume, or hey, I made this gift for, for people, do you want it? Everybody celebrated it. Yeah. And that celebration of each other outside of ourselves was the catalyst for everybody to keep getting better. I mean, that's, you know, that's where you see people like, I, I know we'll talk about more, but, you know, being able to open up a store or being able to post, you know, their costumes online before a voyage or after a voyage, or just any of those kind of things that are like, normally you'd be like, eh, I don't, I don't look my best or my costume's not cool enough, or I made this thing, but it's, it's not that great. This community doesn't allow for that. This community wants to celebrate everything that you've done. And when you make those connections and friendships that, that continue outside of Star Cruiser, the celebration doesn't stop. I mean, we're still all celebrating each other. Yeah. So that's, yeah. Yeah. Thank you. (laughs) You know, you touched on a good point. I have since star like being on star cruiser i have never been jealous of anybody not a single person would i have loved to have been the family that threw the ship into hyperdrive the first time like we never did that and like in between voyages i'm like oh man that would be cool but every single time lenka would introduce the family that was going to do it i'm like oh my god that's so cool for you like yeah. i'm just so happy for them or whoever like you said gets to do the high and or the force rocks or any of that stuff like you're just like oh my gosh you got to do that that's amazing yeah. like well and, and i think the part of it too was like hearing about it hearing it from them after it happened like that secondhand high you would get because they were like so jacked because just the light on their face, like, like they're just radiating. You, you, they were so jacked of just like, like I just experienced something in the climate simulator, and you, you, you start knowing, like, oh my gosh, like I think, I think it was the rocks, I think yeah. it was the rocks, and then like, so the like they start, they, they don't go straight into it. They, they tell their story of like the Sasha start telling me stories, like heartfelt, and then we start playing with the rocks, and like, and as you could just tell that it was like a moment for them, and you're just like. I'm so happy. I'm so happy that you were able to experience that because I know how like special that is. How yeah. Well, I, there was somebody in the groups that I don't I don't have the direct quote in front of me, but it was saying that the Saja that did their Force Rocks experience per- basically performed couples therapy for them through mm-hmm. doing that experience. It's yeah. just like it's changed so many lives. Let me raffle off some of the other things because I my eyes need to dry up a little <laughs> bit. <laughs> but I mean, it, it's there. It's echoing the things that, like Martin, you said. Elizabeth Baker says it gave me the tools to become who I've always wanted to be. Uh, Faith Collins says, short answer: it put things in perspective. 
Always be unapologetically yourself. Lean into what you love. Never be embarrassed or feel weird. Friends, family, connecting via storytelling is the point of life. And I, th I think that's been one of the things I've got a couple more, but I think that's been one of the things that, that we've, we've experienced is like, we, we used to be very closed off before putting ourselves out on the internet and having conversations. But even then, even before star cruiser, it was pretty limited to just like, we would have these conversations and then, but that was really it. And since Star Cruiser and since meeting you guys and Thank the Maker and that Dano guy and all of these other wonderful people, like we share so much more about ourselves and maybe like our triumphs or our struggles too. I, I, and I, but I think that's the thing is like when you, again, to, to kind of, uh, again, not to put it on anybody else, but you, you have to be vulnerable. Yeah. When you share you have to be vulnerable and some people are not used to that. And you have to feel safe enough to become vulnerable. And to the fact that you find people, which I think is like going to segue into the next, but it's just when you find your people, you feel safe enough to be vulnerable. Yeah. And to, to, if there's mistakes or if there's, you know, there's differences you can, it's okay. And you could, you know, be yourself. Yeah. It's you don't have to be perfect. Yeah. Like you can be accepted for who you are. And that's wonderful. Emily Richter says for me, Star Cruiser redefined the concept of possible. The Halcyon reshaped my world, leading to the opening of a small business, development of a entire community of friends. When someone believes in you, trusts you to accomplish things as the cast so expertly did, you realize that you can believe in yourself too. Oh, Tara Welsh says making new friends as an introverted adult is so difficult, but on the Halcyon, I forgot to be shy. Like truly, mm -hmm. like, you just, you make yep. friends and you make friends fast on that ship. I don't know. I don't know how they do it. If it's the smell, if it's the drinks, <laughs> the supply <laughs> lounge, but <laughs> all of the above, all yeah. of the above. Uh, Richard Poor says the biggest impact for me was that the Galactic Star Cruiser through meeting new people and the adventure itself helped me find my ability to be happy. I had repressed my feelings for so long and then being on the Halcyon just broke that lock on my heart and I could feel again for the first time in over 25 years. My cabin family who were all strangers to me before the trip, the characters on the ship and the friends I've made along the way made a life altering change in me and I've held on to that spark ever since. It has also created a community that I feel accepted and a part of. Whew. Whew. Goodness. Okay. Last one on confidence. Aaron Dowling. I'm 23. I'm chronically ill and I've had chronic pain for eight years, but Star Wars gives me hope. I'm working on a treatment. It's helping slowly. But my one trip aboard the Halcyon showed me in very personal ways the importance of reaching out, being courageous, and trusting myself. On my voyage, I had the most uplifting 40 plus hours of my life. I felt seen and cared for like I'd never experienced anywhere else while I made new friendships and connections. My voyage marks a huge milestone in my healing journey. Star Cruiser awakened pure moments of joy and inspired so much confidence in me. Star Cruiser is belonging. We could have just said that and yeah. been done with the whole episode. Well, and I, I think, <laughs> I think the when we say that this experience was was ahead of its time because you know these these moments or these things that are people that people are sharing 
these aren't just like, oh my gosh, I got to see, like, there's, we're not talking about the characters. We're not talking about that. I got to take, you know, I was like, you know, hand in hand with Wraith Cole. Yeah. Like these are real life impacts. Like yeah. these are, you know, someone that was able to like have these emotions from younger. And again, these are just things that, you know, people go through Yeah, and for whatever reason, aren't able to display those emotions. But this experience allowed them to feel safe to do that. And I think that's where we, we, you know, us, you know, we say that this is ahead of its time because, you know, you don't think of Disney doing that. You know, you think of it giving you entertainment, you know, making you feel happy, but these are pretty significant changes. Yeah. Pretty significant impacts. Well, and I think you, you kind of touched on it a little bit. If you didn't know that the Star Cruiser story was about Star Wars, everything we've said in this conversation, none of it really has anything to do with Star Wars. Right. It has all been about ourselves, which is proves the point that it was not for sequel trilogy fans or anything like that. Like it transcended any kind of fandom. It was really there to teach you lessons and bring people together and that's ultimately what it was it was not it was not star wars to me or it was star wars in that star wars is about you know fighting for what you believe in and and being yourself right i want to kick off the community section of this with somebody who came in and made like the biggest splash in the star cruiser community and is already a big part of the star wars community and that's maria sandoval she is the hair designer for all of the Disney Plus shows, uh, like literally designs the hair for all of these. So Fennec Shand and Morgan Elsbeth, all the wonderful hair you see, uh, Anakin Skywalker. But she loves Star Cruiser. And so she came into these groups and was like, hey, y'all want to buy some hair? I'll make some hair for people. And she started taking commissions and the, the hair piece that I wore on my last voyage was from her. Um, but she, she provided something on here. She said, the star cruiser provided me with an opportunity to meet fans of the shows that I work on and create unique hair pieces for their voyage. I got to interact with so many amazing people and hear their stories, providing them with a little bit of my expertise and creativity to go with their costumes and character stories. How cool is that? That it's not like star Wars, the shows and the films over here and then star cruiser, like all the way over here. Like it started, it started overlapping in a pretty big way. And Maria was part of that because she, she did love star cruiser. Just in, like, we're all just fans. <laughs> we're all just people that really right. love this experience. And so to have that star cruiser isn't as far as ways you think it is, right. It's not just this thing on the screen. Like it's real people that are making this and real people that love the same things that you do. And maybe voyaging, right alongside you or they may have made the hair on the head of the person you're standing behind in the muster <laughs> so i thought that one was cool uh the next one is brooke burlingame the biggest impact on me was the new friends and family i met along the way they in turn helped me gain a new sense of confidence i truly believe the people i met along the way were meant to be in my life and we will forever be intertwined because of this experience 
I talk to my new family on a regular basis and we are constantly cheering each other on in all aspects of life, not just within the Star Wars community. I cherish them and cannot wait for future trips together, celebrating how we all came together in the first place. And I think that one's important because it's not, we're not just friends with people. We're friends with people because of Star Wars, but we're not just Star Wars friends. We're, we're friends, friends. And we talk about, you know, our jobs and our trials and tribulations and all of these things, but it just so happened to stem from Star Wars. Yeah. I mean, like we're, we're, (laughs) we're, this is like firsthand right here. Like, you know, again, we, we didn't know each other before Star Cruiser, before, you know, any of this and just through the journeys, you know, we, we, we found each other and, you know, have gone on many adventures now. But Star Wars is just this beautiful conduit that, you know, you love Star Wars. Well, okay, I'm going to I'm want to learn more about who you are and I'm going to be more accepting if there are differences because we have this commonality. Um, And what besides Star Wars? I mean, Star Wars bonds generations within the same family that, you know, in, in this really interesting, beautiful way. um. Yeah, I mean, like like my dad, uh, we we had five kids in our family, but he always took only me to see each new Star Wars film. That was our special thing, um, and and Star Wars does that. It's 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 generational. It's I don't know. There, there's nothing like it, um, but it's just the conduit to allow something beyond that. Yeah, and and I think again the 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 coming together part of it like. Martin's saying is like this thing was that conduit. This 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 is that common common thing that we were going after. And sure, there was that the the naysayers that it was a failure from the start and that it was gonna fail. Like, but we were able to overcome that. I think from the beginning, we were able to start weeding out that, that negativity. Um, and, and, and that's how those, I think those bonds became stronger because if you're going to be negative, we don't need it. Yeah. And and we, we started, you, you kind of start setting that, that line in the sand of, I I don't need the negativity. Like I, I, I love this thing and I could be critical of it. I think that was from the beginning, everyone, we could be critical of it. There's things that there's aspects of we don't like, or we we could change. We mm-hmm. want to do this differently. Yeah. Sure, that's fine. But just to throw it out the window because of that you don't like it or it's not your not your Star Wars or whatever. There there we we weren't gonna have it. Right. And we because we set those boundaries, we were able to find again the community that we wanted and the 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 people that felt safe and we were we were able to nurture that yeah and and grow and and have all these you know beautiful friends that you know they do these muster meetups and you know do the uh the emo parties or you know they create these you know beautiful lightsabers crystals like all these things that have stemmed from this thing that was a star wars hotel i think there was just so much there um, you know, this, like this therapy for people, this, 
you know, this way for people to just like grow within themselves. Like it was way, 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 way more than I think Disney thought. Yeah. And yeah, it's one of those things that I think we need to make sure that we, and I think, you know, we've kind of made the point, like this is not the end. And we, we keep that community safe to, 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 we're not going to abandon you type of thing. Like we've, we've become family. Right. You're not going to be abandoned. Yeah. And, and we keep, you know, we're going to, we have to be the ones to say that this is over. And right now we're not ready to say it's over. Right. Yeah. So this, it's not the ship. Yeah. The star cruiser is not the ship. The star cruiser is all of us and the impacts that, that it's had on each one of us. That's what the Star Cruiser is. And all of us sticking together and you guys doing your muster meetups and the Halsicon and us with Mosh Isley and having these podcasts and continuing to have people from the community on and talking about it. It's not over. Star Cruiser is not over. It's not over until we say it's over collectively as a community. So as long as we stick together as one, (laughs) (laughs) then the Star Cruiser lives on. And to me, that's what, you know, my whole thing I've been doing on, on the internet lately is the Halcyon legacy. It was like, mm-hmm. it doesn't, it doesn't have to, it didn't end on September 30th. It ends right. when we stop talking about it and when we stop thinking about it and when we stop bonding over that. So share those stories. Tell us what Star Cruiser meant to you. Like, let's keep that flame going. Maybe, just maybe one day down the road that means that star cruiser will come back in some capacity, maybe not. And that's okay. Right. We can't control what Disney does or doesn't do with star cruiser, but we can control what we talk about and what we share and how we connect with other people. And to to me, that's star cruiser. And I think that's why until Martin broke me on this episode, I haven't cried because to me, star cruiser is still here. It's not a place I can go visit anymore, but it's still, you know, five different text groups with different people that I can talk to about the same things I was talking to about a month ago. Star Cruiser to me, what's the hashtag? Ahsoka lives. Yeah. Star Cruiser lives for me. (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't go away from me. New hashtag. New hashtag. Another hashtag. (laughs) 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 But I know we've, we've peppered in a little bit of, of what, and we haven't even really talked about all the ways that it impacted us, but for you guys, like what, what are the big impacts that it's had on you that you want to discuss? Well, in two to three sentences, please. Yeah. <laughs> oh gosh. Oh, um, I'm just messing uh, with you. <laughs> well, I, I think like most people and I'm, I'm thinking like most people, we're not the same people that we were 18 months ago. And I know we've we've touched on, you know, the creativity and the confidence and, you know, all that, which is critical to all of us. But it, if we all met each other 19 months ago, I don't think we'd be recognizable. I, I mean, I, I know that sounds odd, but it's... The Star Cruiser has allowed us to evolve in a way without fear. And it's the fear of judgment, the fear of failure, 
all those kind of things that you have in your like day-to-day lives that we wouldn't have had a podcast. Yeah. We wouldn't have thought about throwing a party. We wouldn't have, I mean, any of those things that. I, I, I'm going to jump right on that is that it's completely redefined for me personally, what is possible. Mm-hmm. And and someone said that in, in one of the, the, the letters they sent in, it has completely fundamentally changed how I view the real world. Fundamentally. I all I see now are possibilities everywhere. And I was always a positive person. I mean r- rainbows shooting out of my eyes kind of positivity everywhere. <laughs> but it, but it but it's it's changed. It has fundamentally changed is now I just see everything is possible. It may not be easy. It sure isn't guaranteed, but I look at every single thing as this is possible. You know, you 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 want to do a Comic-Con panel. Try it. It might it might work. It, yeah. you you want to do a convention my that, that's ridiculous for us to have thought about 19 months ago but yeah sure we're we're gonna do that um and we love space mountain but space mountain's not fundamentally changed how i view reality um but star cruiser has for all of us every one of us i i could not agree with that more i don't know that this is a story that i've actually shared Publicly, but um, when Star Cruiser was announced, like when they first started, like back in August, so a little over two years ago when it was first announced, I was just starting becoming a travel agent. I was still trying to figure out like my voice online and all of these things. And that was when the first big chunk of Star Cruiser news dropped and they gave us like the tiniest little drops of, of information. And I remember I called you, you were at work and I called you and I said, this is it. This is this is my thing. This is what I want to be. And I think I declared it then and there. And I said, I'm going to be the Star Cruiser expert. With for, for, I don't know why I thought I could do it. Um, but I just, I, it was something so inevitable that I was like, this is it. I'm, I am going to be the Star Cruiser expert with no knowledge. There was no other information out there except for what everybody else already knew at that point. But I poured over it and I, I studied and I, I learned as much as I could and I did it. And the fact that I said I was going to do it and I did it just like you, it redefined what was possible. And now when we sit here and we're like, all right, well, that's gone. What's next? We have all these big dreams and it's like, okay, well, let's do it. You know, any, any kind of obstacles in the way of these dreams, it's like, okay, well, we'll figure it out. It's fine. Whereas before I feel like if, the obstacles were too big. I would have been like, oh, well, it would have been cool, but never mind. And yeah, it's, it's it absolutely blows my mind that, that we get to be these people now. Like how exciting is it that we get to be our true selves because of an experience like this? Yeah. I, I think, you know, you know, Martin, you, you're saying, uh, you know, and I kind of said it, it was like, and like many others, it, it wasn't a thing of that. It wasn't possible. And, you know, you feeling like, oh, like I, I, I could, I could tell you till I'm blue in the face that I believe in you. I, you could do it. It was just something about this that made you, made yourself think that I could do it. 
and yeah. how simple of a thing as it is, like that's all it takes is like, as long as I believe in myself that I could do it, then you feel like you could do it. But it's not until that moment because again, everybody could tell me that this, this is good. This is great. This is, you know, whatever, but it's not until I believe it. And I think that's what this did was like gave me, gave Martin, gave you just those moments of you have to believe it, go believe it. And, you know, I, I, again, there's, it's changed us. All of us has changed us. And, you know, now Disney has to deal with us. (laughs) (laughs) Good luck. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry, we're a lot more to handle now. <laughs> and we come in groups. Yeah. So. <laughs> I know. I know. Like the a good good example of that is, you know, we've we've been annual pass holders for what the last six, seven years. And it was always our little family. And maybe we would join up with like my sister-in-law's family or whatever. There was not a park day that we had around Star Cruiser where there was less than a dozen of us probably we were the slowest moving party (laughs) but i think at some point we had like 20 people it's just like it just kept growing and growing because you would see people in the parks that had star cruisers or whatever on you're like oh my gosh hey and and that's what it's done it's created it's just this instant it's this instant connection and i'm just i am forever grateful for star cruiser and it's not over it's not over yet nope but I think that is a good place to wrap up this episode. Martin and Christine, do you want to tell people where they can find you on the internet, what you're up to? Uh, you can always find us on Instagram, on YouTube, on threads, at Here's the Halcyon. And then you can always email us your stories because we love to hear them too at here's the halcyon at gmail.com. Thank you for that. And if you want to share your own stories about Halcyon here in this episode, you can drop them in the comments. We would love to hear them. We just, please just continue sharing your love for Star Cruiser because it is, like I said, it is the, it is the reason that it lives on is because of all of us and our stories. So thank you so much for hanging out with us until next time. 